1: It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the show. And what a show do we have for you to do, 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 do today. I'm losing it as I've been in quarantined, as you know, or as I like to say, Corbentined. So welcome to the Corbentine dream that is Talking Wrestling, and thank you for joining us on the show. I've said it twice. I'm losing my mind. But before we do that, hit us up on all those social media outlets up there. You know what to do. Hit us up on the Twitter. We are at T N W Pod. Check us out on Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast. Check out the pictures there. Enjoy them. Give them a like. Uh, go on over to Facebook and check us out at Talking Wrestling. We've got a group uh, fan page, a group page over there uh, that posts all the Talking Wrestling stuff. Uh, not only that, you can send us a Gmail at talkingwrestling@gmail.com at Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know, uh, what you'd like to hear. And, uh, and, uh, maybe we can accommodate the show into, uh, into your suggestions. Um, we're on, uh, where else are we? We're all over the place. Spotify. Give us a follow and, uh, like us and recommend us to your friends. Uh, also, if you're on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, you send us A uh, favorable review and a five-star rating, we will give you a postcard from 1984 of a wrestling of your choice, providing we still have that wrestler available. Oh boy, WrestleMania! That is where we are uh, right now. The road to WrestleMania is over. WrestleMania Six has passed, and uh, it's time for the WrestleMania review. We do it every year here on the TNW pod. And, of course, uh, every WrestleMania view could not be complete without my tag team partner in rent, uh, my roommate. And he is here right now because he is also quarantined, a.k.a. Corbentined. But he's doing his own thing. We're separate ends of the uh, apartment. And right now uh, I have him in, in another room uh, as uh, the cord is 30 feet and uh, he is in his bedroom, secluded. We are six feet away from each other. We are following all the rules in the studio, at the apartment, uh, folks. Jeff McHenry is here on the show. Jeff McHenry, are you in your room still?
0: Huh? Uh, yes, yes, I am, Casey. Yes, thanks you uh, for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. Um, well, you cause... couldn't
1: be anywhere else.
0: No, no, uh, we really are uh, stuck together uh, for the next two years well
1: we're not we're, we're we're stuck together it's not like we're conjoined or anything like that you know like no no but but uh, we are stuck together if we were conjoined we'd probably be famous comedy duo yeah we
0: we we certainly would be yeah
1: yeah maybe that's something we can look into uh girls might get breast enhancements we might get our fucking skulls sewn together who knows who knows what's going to happen at the end of this <laughs> we're th- we're 3 weeks
0: in folks and these are the ideas we're coming up with.
1: Conjoining ourselves to make our careers better. That's what <laughs> we we said, what if we could join our careers together? And then I said, what if we conjoin our careers together? And he said, "What?" And I said, conjoined Conjoinment." For your conjoinment tonight. Um, you will get uh, the if, two of us. Uh, uh, if, y- if you haven't noticed, Casey's gone uh, crazy, ladies
0: and gentlemen. He's gone absolutely insane.
1: Did I tell you that I went to Tampa Bay in my mind? <laughs> I went to Tampa Bay in my mind. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay in my mind. That's and right. Yeah, and the trouble is uh, It was in Orlando. <laughs> Why did they keep the fucking pirate ship then? Why did they keep the pirate ship? Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, Jeff was born on a pirate ship. Um, no, that's uh, you ever do that when you were a kid? What you ever say uh, that you were born on a pirate pirate ship when you were a kid? No, say it right now. Just I say was, that y- I was born on a pirate ship when I was a kid. You don't have to say it when you were a kid. Just and now and now take it and and put your pull your mouth apart. Oh, and then say Oh, I see. Pile of shit. I get it now. You yeah. don't see a pile of shit, but you, you get it. <laughs> see, I'll do it. Ow. I had to get that, right? I was, I was born on a pirate ship. That's what I said. Pirate ship. Mm. So that's the whole thing. He says I was born on a of ship. It was also the name of Berenica album. And it had the kid... Doing that with his mouth on the front, so you knew that what the album was actually called. This is some quality wrestling journalism you're getting right now, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you got more than wrestling at WrestleMania 36. That's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> um, when you have a host like Gronkowski, yeah, what he brings to the show. Oh, you it,
0: you, you talk about a pirate ship.
1: <laughs> oh, it was a pirate ship indeed. <laughs> him and him and fucking him and, uh, Him and Mojo Raleigh were fucking, you know. Mojo was upset when the Battle Royal was canceled. Two pirate ships. It was two pirate ships off in the fucking night. And, uh, and, and, you know, you would think that with an intimate show, the host would be prominent or maybe important. But uh, no, he uh, made one appearance at the start and maybe one appearance throughout. And then at some point, he won the fucking uh, the 24 title. And him and Mojo Riley are no longer friends. I don't ever think they were friends to begin with. And I don't know. Just uh, did not do a good job hosting. I'll tell you that right now.
0: I, almost every time they try and bring in an outside person into wrestling, it's it's not it's not going to work. It doesn't matter how big of a fan. I understand Gronk's a really big fan of wrestling, but he's not... I don't... He sucked. That was terrible. That was a waste of money. (laughs) It was a
1: waste of money. He did suck indeed. He is now the 24-7 champion. He is now a champion in WWE right now. That's right. He holds that title. If he brings that back to New England, who knows where it's going to (laughs) go? Bill Belichick could fall on top of him. That's true. And Bill Belichick could have the title. And, uh, you know... I'm just saying I'm just saying that by doing by Gronk holding the 24/7 title it it decredits the WWE. It likes it, it's like it um it deflates the value of the title. I see
0: what you're doing here. Yes. Deflate.
1: Yes. Yeah. Deflate gate. Uh-huh. So with that said, uh we have uh we're on part 1, the first night and the first match we have Drew Grulak.
0: First uh, first of all, Casey was just mad because it was a Patriot hosting. He would have rather had a Buffalo Bill.
1: Well, look, there were questions whether I was going to make it to Tampa Bay in the first place because I didn't want to sit through the fucking flashbacks of uh, the Bills losing in Tampa Bay (laughs) from 1990 to 91 year. You know, why Scott Norwood? That happened in Tampa. Mind you, it didn't happen in the Pirate Ship. It happened in the old Sombrero. But still, and now... Fucking Tampa Bay is Tom Brady's new fucking town. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Fuck Tampa Bay. Goddamn. Can't even keep your friggin' city disease free.
0: It's WrestleMania, hosted
1: <laughs> by Rob Johnson. Oh, fuck that. And he won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay.
0: <laughs> oh, did he? Was he a backup? Or he what? was
1: a backup for Brad Johnson. Oh. Johnson and Johnson. Fucking Band-Aid. Holding that team together. Winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Holy jeepers. There are a lot of better players on the uh, Tampa Bay team than that, than Rob Johnson, I'll tell you. Mike (laughs) Allstott, work done, Uh, uh, Warren uh, Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, John Lynch. I could go on and on. All right. But we're here talking about wrestling, WrestleMania. (laughs) We're talking about Drew Gulak, the very popular Drew Gulak, who at the uh, last show, the last big supercard, over in uh, Bosnia, wherever that is, uh, Bosnia. you know, no, it's over somewhere over there. Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grulak had a great match with uh, with Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and um, he comes out on the pre show and has a great match with Cesaro.
0: Yes, they did. They had a very good match.
1: A very good match, and we're like, why isn't Cesaro on the main card? What uh, you know, put him on the pre card regardless. Good match, solid match so, to, for the pre show. And then we get into the actual show. First match, uh, right off the top, we got a tag team title match. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar, Kari Sane. I love the Kabuki Warriors. They're going up against uh, uh, what is it? Cross Bliss. Cross. Yeah, it, it's like it's like CrossFit, but it's Cross Bliss. You get it? I see. It's both and it's both their names put together. Mm-hmm. Look at I don't mind them. But the Kabuki Warriors are a way better tag team. And, uh, well, I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, the Kabuki Warriors did not come out on top of this. Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss won the titles in the first match. We've got a title change. And, you know, it wasn't the strongest match. It wasn't the best match. And it was like, following the Cesaro match, it was like, I don't know about this. Is it You really... Look, if the match wasn't that good, you really noticed that there was no audience. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm also going to tell you that during this match, keep in mind, this is about four minutes into the pay-per-view. Casey fell asleep for the first time.
1: Why well, you? Yeah, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you say what? Is, I don't even know if that's true or not. It is true. How? How? What did you take notes?
0: Huh? No, it's just you nod off sometimes during wrestling. It puts you to sleep, as you say.
1: I well, it doesn't put me uh, to sleep. It just you know. It, this may hold the record for quickest
0: Casey falling asleep ever.
1: Sometimes. WrestleMania. It was like 7.06 and you were sound asleep. Sometimes WrestleMania is a dream to me. <laughs> and uh,
0: and I started doing dishes. That's how excited we were about this match.
1: I remember you got up and did dishes. And I was like, where the fuck's he going? And Jeff was like, you were sleeping. And I was like, I wasn't sleeping. I take long winks, long blinks. Uh, they lost the title. And uh, it's too bad because Oscar and Carrie Sane were doing a great job. Uh, carrying those titles however we'll see what happens as they move forth uh, and onward next we have uh, Elias facing King Corbin uh, a match that nobody was looking forward to no and that nobody saw Um, what did you think of that match
0: uh, I may have still been doing dishes
1: at that point.
0: I may have dirtied a dish just so I could clean it, just so I didn't have to watch that
1: match. I thought Elias and Baron Corbin were friends. <laughs> when, did, when did the turn happen?
0: Well, uh, Baron Corbin uh, threw him off like a roof. <laughs> like, oh, he threw him off a roof? Well, he threw him off that uh, crow's nest thing where Moro... Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, so Elias uh, won, and, and he won.
1: And he was the first guy to. It was the first. he uh, was the first person to win this match on this WrestleMania by a roll up.
0: Yes, he did win by
1: roll up, and uh, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, that was a the theme of this WrestleMania, <laughs> as many matches were run were won by roll ups. <laughs> you would have thought that WrestleMania was sponsored by Fruit Roll-ups. The move that you will see a lot tonight. <laughs> you <laughs> thought I was gonna make it a gay joke, but I wasn't.
0: Yeah, no, I, just... I don't know. You turned into Cosby there for a minute, though. Well,
1: we gotta get the fruit in the roll up. I don't know what to say. So, fruit roll ups. <laughs> uh, I mean, anyways, Elias Corbin won by a roll up. I don't like either of these guys. No, so they suck. You can tell there's no emotion in this description of the match. And if I did sleep through that match, fucking good riddance. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the next match um, was uh, Becky. Becky Lynch comes out, and of course she drives in. She drives. She drives. Uh, she. You know, the d- d- ever since the the uh, COVID has come in. Becky Lynch has uh, isolated herself by being a trucker. (laughs) She has picked up a second job of driving truck all over the road. She's got her own transport, the man, all over the place. Mm -hmm. She parks her her, uh, big truck in the cave, the man cave. (laughs) That's where she does that. And then now she drives the man truck from the man cave to WrestleMania. And, uh... WrestleMania, you know what? You can't have WrestleMania without the man, because right in the middle, M A N. Oh, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Think about that, and as we think about that, we will think about this match. So, Becky Lynch comes out in a truck for no reason. <laughs> in a truck for no reason. It's the it's the first WCW moment of the night. We're just a random. <laughs> and then she gets out and they're not even playing Diesel's theme song uh, she fucking struts into the fucking ring with her man walk and uh, Shauna, uh, Shauna Bra- uh, Shayna Shana Brazler's in there uh, Shayna Brazler they've been building up the last year uh, both in uh, in down in uh, NXT they built her up as a champ for two years pretty much and then they brought her up here she had a great showing in the Royal Rumble She's go, well, she won the Rumble, did she not? Yes. And then... Uh, no, Charlotte won the Rumble. Charlotte won the Rumble. Yeah. Oh, well, this, yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, but anyways, she had a great showing. The next night, she attacks... Uh, it's just they built this up, and uh, I don't know. The rumors are that Becky won because Ronda Rousey's on her way back. Oh, no, is that right? But I think it won't happen till the fans come back. So who yeah. knows? But I don't see her kind of like, you know, if I can't see it. Like, why would they bring her back if they don't have the fans?
0: No, that wouldn't make any sense.
1: It wouldn't make any sense. But if you have to keep the ratings up, maybe you'd have to bring her back. Regardless, uh, Becky Lynch is still the man. She still holds the title. And we're on to the fourth match. It's a good match, by the way. It was a good match. It was uh, like, well, we'll talk about this as we go along. In the fourth match, Sami Zayn, who somehow is the the, the manager of this group, this trio, the uh, Artist Collection or Collected, is that what they're calling themselves?
0: <laughs> I don't collection
1: know. of artists. <laughs> Anyways, it's 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 uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, and Sami Zayn was their was their manager, and then all of a sudden now he's the, he's the champ, he's the Intercontinental Champion which is fantastic cuz he's a fantastic wrestler in his own right. And uh he's going up against uh Daniel Bryan um who's accompanied by Drew Gulak. So you have a lot of extras in and around the match outside on the ring. And what did you think uh wh- were th- was that about that match where you you finished the dishes by now? <laughs> yes, yes I had. And I was wide awake by this point.
0: Uh, yes, yes you were. Um uh, I, I thought it was a great match. I love Daniel D- Daniel Bryan. Uh, I don't know. It goes back and forth between him and Brock, but I think because Daniel Bryan can do more stuff, I think Daniel Bryan's the best wrestler in the world. He I can't think
1: of the last stinkery he had. He's a big. He's a big money player, as far as I'm concerned. Like he shows up. And he delivers great matches on great pay per views. Yeah. And he's the only guy who, during these empty arena shows, has consistently had good matches as well. Like, yeah. Any
0: any situation, he's just a great wrestler. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I agree with that totally. And, uh, and not only that, uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke on the outside, you know, that just was added drama. And, uh, all, all in all, uh, Oh, by the way, before we got to this match, Becky Lynch won with a roll-up. <laughs> so that's uh, two two roll-ups in a row, in the matches in a row. So as we get to this match, um, now we're good, we're, I'm happy to say that uh, Zayn po- uh, performed uh, the hell of a kick in midair to retain the title. So he did not win it by a roll-up, but uh, Sammy Zayn did win the match. And by this point, I was like, that was a fucking awesome match.
0: It was a good match, yeah.
1: And then we're going into uh, what I thought was going to be a bit of a a, a shit, like, I I don't actually, I didn't know what, like, so the, the SmackDown tag team titles, which was supposed to be a triple threat match, it is now a single wrestler match, which each wrestler representing each tag team, because The Miz was sick. So, The Miz had to stay home because of the, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, John Morrison is there representing his team. And I guess they told Big E to stay home. And they told uh, Us, Brother Oose to stay home. And they just have one representative per team. And this is for the tag team titles as they have a ladder match. And a ladder match is usually... A st- like, this WrestleMania, we lost a lot of things. We lost a Money to Bank match. We lost uh, both Battle Royals. Mhm, And, uh, you some, know.
0: Some of us lost a trip to
1: Florida. I, fuck, you're an asshole. <laughs> I lost a trip to Florida. I lost uh, a meeting with fucking uh, Jerry the King of Hour. <laughs> I lost a meeting with uh, RJ City. I lost, uh, I can meet him anytime here in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, yeah, you can but, take but, the subway. You know, uh, I wanted to get my picture at the barbershop. With Brutus Beefcake and have Marty Janetti lie on the floor beneath me, um, <laughs> these were all plans I had and <laughs> dreams. You you wouldn't even have to ask him to pose
0: either. He just would have been lying on the floor already. Well,
1: yeah. I, well, ideally, I was going to put a hundred dollar bill on the floor, <laughs> and I was just going to say and he was going to pick it up. Mm. I'm like, just lie down for a second, and then we're and I put my leg on him like. You know, and... Uh, I don't think you would need to go as high as 100. I was going to wear all, wear all black, too, like Shawn Michaels did. Uh-huh. So just to look like a badass. And uh, also, I was going to try to do the Bobby Heenan and put some fridge magnets on Brutus' face. <laughs> I remember one time Bobby Heenan mentioned that you could put fridge magnets on Brutus' face because there's so <laughs> much metal in there since his boating accident.
0: <laughs> it's, that's very funny.
1: Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Folks, we're so we're on to this uh, this uh, ladder match, and uh, you know
0: Won by a roll up.
1: Well, wait a minute. Wait, let's not get there too quickly. Now, let's not get too quickly. No, you can't win a ladder match by a roll up.
0: That's the joke, Casey. Jesus.
1: <laughs> Who's a little slow? The second can join twin of <laughs> you thought Bella's had twin magic. You should see Jeff and I Twin magic. Uh, we throw a black sheet over him, and he's disappeared. And we're, we're conjoined. We can't really disappear. How
0: high are you right now? Not high at all.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, maybe that's the issue. The, the, everything's closed down. We're in martial law, <laughs> and it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, martial martial matters law, Eminem law, the law of Eminem so you're sure you're not high no i'm just i'm just being an idiot (laughs) i just know we got to make it 45 minutes and we're cruising we only got we only got three matches left oh wait we're doing two nights oh shit yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right let's get on topic so we got the new day in the usos and we got uh miz and morrison uh now i knew this was gonna be great miz is, is is okay in these matches but morrison these matches are built for john morrison and uh, the Usos as well, as well as Kofi. All these guys are fucking great wrestlers that are great in ladder matches. And uh, I'm gonna be honest, I fucking thought this match was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was good. It was kind of yeah. Good on those guys for taking all those bumps for no reaction either. Yeah.
1: They, when you thought about that, you thought about fucking what these these guys are out there putting their bodies on the line for no one. Um, but for everyone, like I love the ending, both they grabbed the, they didn't grab the belts, They grabbed the thing that had the belts and they both like, well, we both have it. But then Morrison just fell backwards with the fucking belts and the belts fell with him, and he fuck, And then he bounced off that fucking ladder. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. But he was left holding the belts and, uh, yeah. So he had the title that might've been my favorite ending for a ladder match so far. Mm-hmm. I think I love that. Just the idea of him falling backwards and then landing on that fucking ladder. It was like, ah, but he won it. You know? What a roll-up that was. (laughs) But it was a great match. Yeah. So now we're looking at a WrestleMania that so far has had, like, we're like, you know, we're fourth match in, fifth match in. But three of the matches have been solid. And two have been, eh, You know? So... The next thing we get in, or no, that's, uh, that's the sixth match. That, no, that's the fifth match in. So the next match we have, uh, uh, you know, how are we going to follow the fucking ladder match? How are we going to do that? And we're going to do it with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Now, these guys should tear the house down on any card, whether it's uh, Steen versus Black or Owens versus Rollins. Uh, these guys, they know how to have a great match. And uh, and they, uh, they came out, and they had a fucking fantastic match. Uh, at first, it was just a regular match, and then quickly, it was changed into a no-disqualification match, uh, which would have been better if it was just said that from the beginning.
0: Yeah, I thought it disrupted the flow. There was no need to do that fuck finish. They just could have made it, um, uh, yeah, no-holds-barred or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, you talk about... Oh, um, no WrestleMania moments. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kevin Owens had a WrestleMania moment. He got up on the fucking WrestleMania sign and jumped out. Like, uh, you know, it's like, fuck, is that Shane McMahon up there? (laughs) You would have thought so. But no, it was Kevin Owens. And uh, he drives the driving elbow drop. And in the end, fucking, oh, Owens also had a beautiful DDT on Rollins in the middle of the match and it was just fucking fantastic. Uh but in the end, the Monday Night Messiah um came up short. hmm And Kevin uh, Owens won with a roll up. He didn't he didn't win with a roll up.
0: He won with the stunner.
1: Oh, and what a roll up it was when it stunned the audience. <laughs> this is the fourth roll up in a row. <laughs>
0: uh so that that part didn't make any sense to me. Sometimes Kevin Owens does that. What's that? If you're going to do the dive and the elbow drop, that's, you know, if it's going to be n- making no DQ, false count anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he just <laughs> destroyed a guy, and now he's got to roll him back in the ring, <laughs> give him a stunner, like it's kind of anticlimactic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I guess maybe
0: they wanted to save the... The false game, anymore. just have it one match on, on the on show. On the other show, yeah, because Edge and them would be doing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so, the next match we have, uh, well, we had uh, well, the segment with uh, Gronkowski trying to pin truth, <sighs> and uh, it was just horrible. Um, yeah, but then all of a sudden, the uh, final match from the Performance Center, uh, we have Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. A match that I was looking forward to. (laughs) Uh, Goldberg's entrance. Like, you know, if if any time to pipe in a Goldberg chant, (laughs) it's in an empty arena. WCW did it in half-empty arenas. Why not do it in full-empty arenas? You you had a very funny line uh,
0: talking about his security force, which he had with him.
1: Yes, he had the security. (laughs) Fucking knock on the door, and they were bringing him to the ring. And I'm like, who are they fucking protecting him from? (laughs) And the answer is from himself or the lockers. (laughs) Because Goldberg would have found a way to headbutt himself (laughs) into fucking pain. Mm -hmm. And uh, Goldberg's broken loose and broken up and face is crimson. Um, What a stellar match of moves we got in this match. This is uh, a... Oh Jesus! I, you know, I wanted this match to be good. It, it wasn't supposed to be the match it was. It wasn't supposed to be Roman. Roman Reigns was supposed to be there, but Roman Reigns, we all know, didn't want to be a part of WrestleMania because he felt uh, being a victim of cancer, and leukemia, that his health had been compromised, and uh, it was in his best interest to not be a, to stay home and social distance himself from. Such a horrible fucking match. <laughs> and he made the right choice. Because if if Roman Reigns was there, we would have saw nine spears in one match. <laughs> and I am glad that we did not see that. That's very funny. Yeah, nine fucking spears. We saw three spears in this match. Uh-huh. Three spears and three body slams. Mm-hmm. And the match was over. And it's just like, wow, like... I just, I've never seen a world championship match with two moves and a roll-up. You know, like, it didn't have the roll-up, but it had the two moves. <laughs> two moves. That was it. And I'm not exaggerating. Braun did two moves. One move. Fucking Goldberg did one move. And then they just took turns doing the moves.
0: Yeah, it sucked.
1: It sucked. It was horrible. But we knew who was coming next. And Braun Strowman shouldn't be the champ either. Braun Strowman should have been the champ two years ago. Yeah, yeah. He's
0: not what he once was. Yeah. This
1: You would have thought that the fucking, you know, I don't know, I would. this would have been a good time to bring back Nicholas and maybe have a heel turn. The kid's now 16 years old. He's not happy that he was fucked out of the title the way he was, having to forfeit it the next night on Monday Night Raw. Uh-huh. So, it would have been nice to see that, but it would be also nice if Brandon Dassey could get out of jail to see WrestleMania. But it ain't gonna happen. (laughs) So, we have now, uh, we have a horrible world title change match that's fucking got an aftertaste, like, fucking spoiled milk. And we're going into the final match, the Boneyard match. We don't know what a Boneyard match is. Sounds like a good place to eat ribs. But, um... We don't know what a boneyard match is. We couldn't just call it. Why couldn't we just call it a buried alive match or a graveyard match? But I guess during a pandemic where people are dying, you don't want to call it a fucking graveyard match. We could have called it the hospital fucking emergency room match. We didn't. We called it a boneyard match. And uh, what were your thoughts on the Boneyard match, Jeff?
0: Uh, yeah. For, uh, I mean, for what it was, it was it was great. It was it was very well done. Undertaker's a great shit talker. Tell me how old I am now. Come on, come on, AJ. Uh, it was yeah, it was
1: very entertaining. Now, are you happy that it was the American Badass that showed up to fight this fight and not the traditional Undertaker? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with Undertaker's like. I I don't know. I
0: was never the biggest, like, Undertaker fan. He just wasn't my guy. I was always a, you know, Bret Hart guy. But, um, you know, his character's great, whatever incar- incarnation it may be. I, I still hope for... I still hope he does Survivor Series this year, and I hope he goes back to the gray gloves. And yeah, I want I want the
1: last one to be the first one. That's that's what I want. You yeah. like full circle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, personally, uh, he has been old school Undertaker lately. I, I, lately, uh, a bit of old school, a bit of old school, and new generation. Um he's good at uh, evolving his character.
0: Yeah. yeah he's, he's like Triple H or like um Jericho, like these guys are around for a long time for a reason. They make little tweaks and stuff and
1: Well, you know each time they make a tweak or a change, that's a new action figure that comes out. And that's, that's more true. revenue. That's true. Yeah, so they never get stale. Though. They never get stale and um to be honest, Okay, so the first thing you see is, and I, this is what I wanted. Like, Vince McMahon said it. What does the WWE do? We make movies. <laughs> he said it. So I want a fucking movie. I want this to be where, like, it's difficult to make The Undertaker look great in a wrestling match when it's live. But in a movie set, a movie you can make. One of the best fucking wrestling matches Roddy Piper ever had was in the movie They Live. Tried to make a guy put on a fucking pair of glasses in the back alley, best match ever, <laughs> best match ever, suplexes galore. It was body slams. It was everything. Put on the glasses. I fucking do. What I put on the goddamn glasses. You know, Um, Piper. The backward, the backyard, back lot Hollywood brawl match mm-hmm. with Piper years earlier was a great film as well. Yeah. Um, but this one was done more film like. It was. Full-on film where every move looked great because they had the right camera angles, the right way to shoot it. Uh, the storyline was great. The effects were great. It was, you know, it was, it was like the minute you saw him coming in on that motorbike with the Metallica playing, you're like, I was like fucking right. It's the American badass. You see the bandana. He's all in leather. It looks like he fucking walked into the movie set of Roadhouse and was just gonna fucking beat the shit out of everyone which he did uh aj styles was fucking amazing uh we don't know if the club is alive or dead they got thrown off a fucking roof they got (laughs) pile drived into an explosion um apparently they had an army of fucking darkness as well and uh all said and done the little twilight zone twist at the end that aj styles could have avoided all of this had he just looked at the tombstone to begin with. <laughs> he would have realized his fate was already decided. Uh, you know, it was it was beautiful, and it was way it, to leave the first night. I was happy because I thought on this card of what seven matches, uh, four of them were fucking great.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I thought uh, night one uh, definitely exceeded everybody's expectations.
1: That's what I thought too. And if you're one of those people who are like, oh, there's no crowd, no crowd. Again, it's like their hands are tied. What do you want them to do? I can't, I'm so tired of the people complaining about the no crowds at wrestling. It's been fucking three weeks. Are you going to go, if this goes two years, are you going to go two years? I don't like it because there's no fucking crowds. There's no crowds because it's good. It's for our safety. Literally, these people that are wrestling for us are literally putting their fucking lives on the line. That's
0: right. AJ Styles died for your entertainment.
1: He's buried right now. He's right now. AJ Styles underground, and we don't even fucking know where. At the bo- at the boneyard. You know what I mean? Boneyards mm. are in southern U.S. of A.
0: John Cena is in a different dimension
1: apparently. John for Cena your en- and- for your entertainment, John Cena is locked inside someone's mind right now, <laughs> and that mind is locked behind a blue steel cage. <laughs> but we'll get to that we'll get to that later. Much as the Undertaker's match was a- unbelievable film, uh, I will say that John Cena film was much like watching uh, Pulp Fiction. Everything's fucking out of order. There's a lot of Easter eggs. What the fuck does this mean? What is happening here? (laughs) Why is Vince McMahon telling me this is good shit? Which it actually was. Uh, But, you know, that's at the end of the next day. We're not even at the next day, uh, but we're getting there right now. So we were in the next day, pre-show, Liv Morgan faced Natalia, and uh, guess what happened, Jeff? Uh, You fell asleep? Nope. Nope, no, no, no. This is the next day.
0: I'm pretty sure you were sleeping at this point too. Uh, Liv Morgan won by a (laughs) roll-up.
1: We're starting it all. You see, it's like Uh, started the exact same roll-ups. Okay. Women matches. Oh, women matches have a roll, a lot of roll-ups, by the way.
0: I don't know what that means. Is that innuendo?
1: No, not at all. Sorry, I just had a drink of uh, my Pepsi retro Pepsi. Um, with sugar. I'm being quarantined, so I'm not man, the healthiest. Anyways, here we go. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Um, I, I As this match went on, and it was a good match, I quickly realized that if Charlotte Flair wins, she's going to be demoted to NXT. Yeah. So what was the point of fucking even going for this title? It's like, I don't want to make money on Raw and SmackDown. I want to go on Wednesday nights. And, yeah, uh,
0: I think they're doing it because... Uh, well, they need to do it. Yeah. They're, they're losing. Their ratings, yeah. They're
1: they're they're having better... Sh- it's like 97 all over again. Mm-hmm. They're having better shows than WCW, mm-hmm. but they're just not beating them. And this is what I feel with AEW. Yeah, well... AEW's I'm, having good shows, though, yeah,
0: as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. I haven't watched NXT in a while, and... Uh, I don't miss it, but I do watch, I I do tend to watch AEW. Like, it does tend to be more a part, a, appointment viewing. Well, it's easy
1: to watch here in Canada because it's on TSN. Mm-hmm. Like, it's on a a, a regular cable channel That's that right. everyone gets. Yeah, and we don't get... Uh, we don't get USA Network, so we don't get and and we don't get... Well, we get XT, we have the fucking network. Yeah. But, with that said, uh, you know, here we go. Charlotte wins, beats Rhea Ripley. And, uh, yeah, 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 beats Rhea Ripley. And the thing is, is Rhea Ripley, she had to lose this match, apparently, because her fucking work visa's done. She's going back to New Zealand. What the, what the fuck, WWE? Pay, pay, pay. Fucking pay her work visa. Keep her here. You know, what, are we just going to keep her, go send her back to the UK and let her work New Zealand in the UK and not bring her back to America? You know, it's uh, I don't I don't understand, but regardless, Charlotte Flair is going down to NXT, and I wanted to, and I, I I think that's a good idea, I think it's a decent idea. So right away, as I'm thinking about Charlotte Flair being demoted to NXT, I start thinking of all the great matches she could have, and I'm like, Flair versus Air, book it. You know, of course Belair. Being down there, Charlotte comes down. She doesn't want to have to fight her. She's top of the notch in fucking NXT, and that's not fair to Bel Air. Yes, you kept. You it's do- not fair to Bel Air. You kept doing that joke
0: over and over again last night. I don't know. You've got on a Bobby Heenan.
1: <laughs> I'm very influenced <laughs> by Bobby Heenan these <laughs> days. I did the magnet joke, and not fair to Bel Air.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: But that was. You've that been was- calling me a ham and egger
0: for a week now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, you have to put ham in front of it. Otherwise, it's just racist. <laughs> um, I cause It sounds like the other word. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, anyways, guess, yeah. We, we don't use that other word. That's why I say Ham and anger. Um <laughs> Now, with that said, so Charlotte is the champion. She's gone down, and you think it's not fair to Bel Air. But uh, then you realize, uh, not very far off in the distance, uh, maybe it is fair to Bel Air. Because I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if you watched Raw this week, you'll know Belair is up on the main roster now, as she deserves to be. And they've signed her. They've kind of aligned her up with the Street Profits, as um, she is their maybe their Carmela to their Enzo and uh, Enzo and Big Cass. Maybe right now, that's what it seems to be. Oh, I hope not, though.
0: Well, because they'll be
1: out of a job and yeah. she'll still be there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's married to one of the street prophets. She's married to uh, the thin one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, they must have a good time getting the smoke. Anyway, um, we are going on to the next match. Um, where are we? Oh, yeah. So, second Charlotte match. Flair. Yeah. That was a great, um, great match. So, the second match, uh, Alistair Black faces. Uh, Bobby Lashley accompanied by Lana. And um, there's l-
0: so many matches on this night that I could give two shits about.
1: Lana is completely useless. And it is too bad because she used to be so great. With, well, I, it was great with when she was and Rusev, Rusev and yeah. she was Russian. Yeah. And then, they, but they, that's the thing is like, but what happens is they kayfabe it on the fucking show, but then they go on divas or Instagram. And she's some, and she's just C.J. Perry, and the thing is, it's like, look, it's wrecking everything. So eventually, then there's no point of doing the Russian character if we already know she's somebody else. What's the fucking point?
0: Yeah, I mean, she had such a great, strong Bridget Nielsen character when she came in, mm-hmm. and now she's just some, just some blonde-haired diva. Like she's, she's horrible. She's what, horrible. What is her character now?
1: Yeah, garbage. Anyways, um, sorry. I, she's not garbage, but the characters—yeah, yeah. So, Bobby Lashley's got new tights. He looks good in this uh, against Alistair Black, and um, you know, that's just uh, the right guy won this match. Alistair Black should go over. Alistair Black is a is a future big deal, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and the, his kicks are just amazing. They look so real and are so great. And uh, he used uh, the black mask to beat Lashley to win the match, and I was happy with that. The match was so-so, eh, but um, you know we're only uh, we're only two matches in, and now we got a match where I, I am I am looking forward to. However, we know you are not uh, one of your least favorite storylines. Otis faces Dolph Ziggler. Oh God! And uh, this is uh, thrown together. It, it was the Otis Mandy Rose story has been pieced together a while, but the addition of of, um, of Sonya Deville and Dolph Ziggler coming together. It was kind of thrown all together in the last week. And um, regardless, the, uh, Otis faces Dolph Ziggler, accompanied by Sonya Deville. And, um, you know, Otis is attempting to perform the Caterpillar on Ziggler. And then Deville distracts Otis on the ring apron. And then Ziggler attacks Otis from behind. Low blow. And then all of a sudden, you know what happened? What do you think happened? Did I know what happened. Mandy Rose came out. Yeah, she did come out, and she attacked DeVille. Uh, that, now, DeVille is her best friend since Tough Enough. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been partners and best friends. They go on the road. They travel together. They love donuts. <laughs> they love, They often, on, on ride-along, you would see them stop, and they would eat donuts. And before they'd eat donuts... Um, they would bump their donuts together in a cheers fashion and uh-huh. then eat the don- Eat the donuts. So, at one time, people wanted to call their tag team the donut bumpers. And, um... But this was never actually went through fruition. But they do bump donuts on quite a... Whenever they eat donuts, they bump donuts. And, um... Now, they're no longer friends as it looked like Mandy Rose is full-on giving Otis a chance. And... Uh, It just gives guys like me hope.
0: I swear to God you wrote this storyline.
1: You were so enthusiastic
0: about this storyline.
1: You have not liked Otis since you realized that the Caterpillar was also a heavy machinery pun. (laughs) Because Caterpillar is a type of bulldozer, people. Uh And a bulldozer is heavy machinery. I've
0: I've not liked them long before that. I know, but
1: I like to point that out. (laughs) Um... I've liked Otis ever since uh, I realized he's just doing a fat Macho Man impersonation. Yes, he is. Yeah, he, but he's focused on one part: him turning his head with his fucking mm-hmm. shoulders shrugged. But uh, you know what? I do like the tag team heavy machinery, yeah. and uh, and Otis. Uh, you know he uh, so Ziggler. Oh, oh yeah, Otis performed the Caterpillar, and then went on to win the match, and then uh, oh, and then. The big kiss comes in, and if people were there, they would have been in tears. The <laughs> Macho Man's music would have been playing. They would not have been in tears. It would have been like the equivalent of Macho Man and Elizabeth. It would not, not have been. It would have been exactly like that. Exactly. <laughs> and you know it. You know it.
0: It's <laughs> not true.
1: I will watch Mandy Rose kiss anyone in public, anytime, anywhere, any place hey Edge and Randy Orton are uh, gonna wrestle next do you have uh, an hour available <laughs> like uh-huh. you know here's a match that everybody's been waiting for yes we think we're gonna have a great fucking wrestling match it's gonna go all over the place yes. now remind you let me remind us we if you watch the edge 24 the special we know that edge is not going to be taking high risk maneuvers seriously anymore he's not going to be jumping off of fucking ladders and fucking bridges and shit like that so what is this match going to be and uh it was the longest match of the it's the second longest match in wrestlemania history that's right uh, the longest being the iron man match obviously with brett and Shawn michaels going uh, um you know over an hour and uh, about an hour and two minutes i guess but this match went it clocked over 40 minutes like 43 minutes it and, and sucked. It was, you know what? It was great for twenty minutes. <laughs> for thirty cool. minutes, it was. It was no longer great. It was now uh, down to a C match. Mm-hmm. At one point, they're pulling a Chris Benoit move, where they're strangling the guy with the workout equipment, and. Beyond the Ring was just on last week, people. We're fucking Benoit's fresh in people's minds. <laughs> and we can Like, I'm not the only person who said Benoit rules don't apply in fucking these types of matches. Like, I did not expect to see some guys trying to stangle somebody with a fucking workout set.
0: Yeah, I was surprised they did that. I you thought know, it was in bad taste. It
1: was in bad taste. Fucking no, Benoit, no Bowflex. How about that? <laughs> and and it was taped. So how did that get how did, through? How did that get through? How did nobody say? Everybody thought about Benoit. I know. Did you think about Benoit when you're watching that segment? You know. And then, yeah, uh, the, the some of it was okay. Some of it was very creative, and some of it was good. But again, it was too fucking long, and it affects the rest of the card when it goes too long. Uh, yeah, it was it was like an old like like a two thousand like
0: WCW hardcore match. Um, they just brawled all over the building, but yeah, but, those, the, but those, yeah, those sucked, but they were six minutes
1: tops. Yeah, and and and, and, and oddly enough, Norman Smiley was in most of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah,
1: but this one was Edge versus uh, Orton, which started off great. The idea that he was the fucking cameraman. And came in and friggin' RKO'd him right away. Started off great, but Jesus Christ, 40 minutes, man. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? And with just the stupid, dramatic stuff,
0: like like before the, the, like the finish of the match, Edge is going to give him the concerto. Chierto, but yeah. before he does it, he hesitates and pauses and cries because Orton's been his friend. Orton fucking attacked his wife like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Left her laying, but somehow their friendship supersedes that. Like
1: tag- yeah, come on, man. Come stupid. on. Stupid. Somebody
0: bashes your wife. You're going to hit him in the head with a chair as hard as you can. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. The only thing missing out of this match was a Christian run in. Um,. He, or 15 minutes ago, he tried to <laughs> murder him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Randy Burton tried to strangle, strangle him. Strangle with with him with
1: Chris Benoit's Nautilus <laughs> yeah. set. And that's what Chris Benoit left the WWE. He put it in a note, a suicide note. He was like, I leave my 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 gym gear mm-hmm. to the WWE. Yes. That was, uh, yeah.
0: My dogs are in the enclosed pool area as well, <laughs> so.
1: I don't know if they get the dogs in this at all. God, God damn it, Chavo. Why didn't you show me this last night? Um, That's terrible. <laughs> they, hey, the Street Profits went on to defend the title against uh, Angel Garcia and Austin Theory. Uh, in theory, Austin Theory, not Hispanic. However, mm-hmm. uh, he was just replacing Andrea. Uh, Andrea? Uh, Andra- Andrade. Andrade. and uh, Andrade uh, was uh, maybe sick as well. So, um, but at the end of the match, uh, Bianca Belair ran out and attacked Vega, uh, clearing the ring and, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, so I was
0: in my room on my phone at this point cause I could have cared less about this match.
1: Well, it was, that's when you realize that it's not fair, it's not fair to Belair <laughs>
0: No, that's when I realized you weren't going to stop saying that. And I well, went, it, my actually, room. it
1: was fair to Bel Air <laughs> because they're moving, because even though Charlotte's going down, they're moving Bel Air up. So, you know, I probably told her she was moving. She probably hopped, hopped in the cab and said, Yo, Holmes, to Bel Air. And oh, God. <laughs> the next match, oh, another segment. Mo-J- Mojo Raleigh ran away. Oh, yeah, this is where Gronkowski pins Raleigh to win the 24-7 championship, thus giving it zero credibility. Um, deflates the value of the championship and <laughs> deflates my ego of watching the next match. However, uh, you do not even stay in the room for the next match because there's no way you're going to watch Bailey defend her title against five girls yeah. in a gauntlet match. And uh, this is, you know, this is like... It, so Charlotte's wrestling one girl, and then and then uh, Becky is wrestling one girl, but uh, Bailey has to wrestle five girls. Like, how is that even fair to Bailey? But it's uh, but Bailey's in the match with uh, Sasha Banks, and we know Sasha Banks has her back, or does she? You know, we don't know. When Sasha Banks walked out, Bailey was supposed to walk out. with her did they walk out together? No, they didn't. Bailey went back and has held the belt for an entire year. Longest title Bailey's ever had. She's been a reputable champion, cutting her hair, looking like an ant. <laughs> she went from looking like a teenager to looking like an ant overnight. Aunt Bailey's coming over. You better clean your room or she's here to kick your ass. <laughs> Bailey... uh, Um, You could probably remember that. You could probably realize the the finishing. uh, Well, actually, there was a lot of pins in this match. Well, yeah, it was was a five way. It's (laughs) a five way. (laughs) So uh, you can imagine the roll up counts going up uh, a few in this match. Um, the yeah. So also in the match was uh, uh, Evans, uh, the the you know a woman's right, and uh, Mm -hmm. Bailey and. well, Sasha Banks was in the match, uh, Lacey Evans, Tamina, oh, and Naomi. They all went after Tamina right away. Uh, Tamina, uh, oh, she looks fucking stressed on the mean. She is, uh, yeah, she's, eh, eh, you know what, not the best match. But, uh, you know, uh, it was okay. It was okay. Right now we're learning that this card... Has not been as good as the previous night. Absolutely not. No. But we're still watching where we're going, and then the next match uh, is we're going into uh, the f- the firehouse. The firehouse. Wait, is what? What? Wait. What? Wait. What was Heyman the last match, or was the firehouse the last match?
0: What's that? No, uh, Firefly Funhouse, then the main event.
1: Yeah. Well, the Firefly Funhouse was there. And then the main event. Yeah. Oh jeepers! Well, so it was done a little different. Mm-hmm. I thought the firehouse fun fly fun. F- Why the fuck is it so hard to say? I I don't know. I thought the fart fly fun fest was. Um, <laughs> um, imagine if that was called the fart fly fun fest.
0: it, does, it might as well have been. Fireflies don't
1: buzz by; they <laughs> by. <laughs> which, which takes I don't know. A fucking fly just did a flyby um crop dust the uh the firefly funhouse uh, we're, we're looking uh this to be another movie as uh, we thought because it was going to take place in the funhouse mm-hmm. and um i remember saying going into it i want something bizarre i want something well, surreal.
0: you got that
1: i i got everything i wanted hey. i wanted i because like i see the fiend as a personality of bray wyatt but I think Bray Wyatt has multiple personalities. He's got the Eater of Souls, Bray Wyatt. He's got the Funhouse uh, host, Bray Wyatt. He's got Husky Harris, Bray Wyatt. And he's got the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Apparently, uh, maybe he might be a tax man down the line, Bray Wyatt. And who knows? <laughs> he could eventually become a Blackjack, Bray Wyatt, as well. You know, We don't know how many personalities this guy has in him. But I thought that it would be interesting if we could see a match where John Cena would get the shit ticked out of him by these various personalities. And that kind of did happen. As he did have to surf- as John Cena was sort of taken through uh, a match in Bray Wyatt's mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like it.
0: You didn't like it? No, it was like... Mulholland Drive. <laughs> it's
1: just a, I don't know. It, very memento. Or yeah.
0: Like, to, to, I don't know. I'm a very linear person. At least the, like the graveyard match. Like you could follow it and stuff. I. Yeah. Anything that's like up to interpretation or symbolic or this or that. I. Yeah. Yeah. Because this I match
1: had a lot of a lot like of it. things going on. A lot of like. It seemed like if you were following the script of what was going on behind the scenes and if you followed all that, you would understand everything. But there were probably people that had to go to a dictionary or go to the Internet to find out what the fuck that match was about. (laughs) You know, like at one point, uh, John Cena is Hulk Hogan in the NWO Mm -hmm. and Bischoff is being played by uh, Bray Wyatt. So he thinks he's Eric Bischoff in one part. And then we're in one part, in Saturday Night's main event. John Cena is doing arm curls, much like the way Hogan. Do you ever see the Saturday Night's main event with a battle royal, and Hogan's got the he's got the uh, the arm, you know that arm like the, it looks like a uh, bicycle handlebars, but you bend it, yep. you know that thing, yeah, and he's bending it the whole time. He's like, "Folks off." Morocco, Uh, he did, and he comes back. He's still doing it. It was like it reminded me of that, as well as the way they did the promo behind the blue cage was also very Hulk Hogan. So there was a lot of this directed towards Hulk Hogan, which I don't know why. Uh, I guess it was because John Cena is the Hulk Hogan of his generation, and there was never a heel turn. It has something to do with that. Uh, I don't understand everything fully. Yeah, I didn't like it. But I thought it was okay, but it was no Boneyard match. I think every Undertaker match <laughs> from now on should be a fucking short movie uh-huh. and just make him the spaghetti western hero that he should be. Because is now like the Clint Eastwood of the fucking WWE as far as I'm concerned. That's right. But the Vince McMahon puppet, this shit is great. <laughs> I thought that was funny because... You know, AEW has been taking a lot of shots at Vince lately, so why not take a couple shots at Vince through this that he'd be okay with? You know, and I think they did a good job doing that. However, um, the roll-up at the end, uh, no, the Cena at how do you even lose a match in your mind? That's what I don't understand. But oh, the Mandel McClaw, the Mandel McClaw, the Fiend, ended up winning – and uh thank god that's not the way the match ended the the way the card ended because uh we have Brock Lesnar coming on against Drew McIntyre and when Brock Lesnar wrestles i get excited
0: yes yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry i was supposed to uh jeff was sleeping <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went to the uh, Dimension John Cena was in Jeff, just Jeff for a was, minute there. Yeah,
1: And that Dimension was fucking Rem State 4. <laughs> Rem fucking Stage 4. Uh,
0: no, I love Brock Lesnar as well. And I thought this was a good match. I just... It's, it's so tough that it didn't happen in front of people. I wish they would have delayed it or something. Because like, it's very clear, like, this... This is them making a guy now. Like I think, I really think they're pivoting from Roman to Drew McIntyre as being the guy. And that kick out at one, like if that would have happened in front of 80,000 people, that would have been huge. Just the fact that he took the F5 and kicked out at one, yeah. I, I don't think anybody's ever done that. Before, it it was a good match for what it was. It's just, like, it's tough. Like, that's the way they're crowning their new guy in front of nobody. Well, I'm going to be,
1: I'm going to take a little page uh, and go the other way. I was very upset about this. I texted my buddy Matt McCarthy the word garbage at that fucking match. Um, I was very upset uh, that Brock lost. (laughs) Not only that. Well, it's not that the Brock lost. It's the way he, <laughs> he lost. He can't win forever. But still, yeah. this match was almost the exact same fucking match as the Goldberg Braun Strowman match. I agree. Yeah. There were. there were. One guy had a suplex and a fucking and an uh, and an F one, so he had two moves, and the other guy had a Claiborne kick, and that's all it was. Was uh, I'm gonna do this move to you three times and this move to you twice and you're going to do that move to me three times and win the title. Like, I I'm, I want my champion to have fucking more than one move and three Claiborne kicks to Brock Lesnar to win the title. That's not a match. And, you know, yes, with the people there, it would have probably been a great moment, but I wouldn't have been fucking happy with it. I wasn't happy when Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series a couple years ago was against Ronda Rousey. And she got disqualified for using a kendo stick. They just stopped the match. I was like, fuck, you know, Seth Rollins can use a bell on Kevin Owens and everything's fine. Oh, we're going to disqualify her. But then we'll decide if we want to go mad. Like, how come Charlotte doesn't get that fucking deal? Like, anyways, I just I, I hate it when, the, uh, you know, I just not happy with the match. <laughs> Not happy with Drew McIntyre doing the Claiborne kick. You love Brock so much, and you now, don't want him
0: to lose ever. You were mad when he was eliminated at the Royal Rumble. Well, fuck. you wanted him to eliminate everybody and then have no yes. match at WrestleMania. Yes, yes, I wanted just, him to go yeah, to WrestleMania
1: and take, just be take there. Take the night off. Take the night off. I thought you, that, you've earned it, Brock. I thought that would have been the best ever. That's the way I would have bucked it. <laughs> Fucking no roll up there. <laughs> Brock, look it, by the way, Brock mm-hmm. did get to take WrestleMania off. <laughs> he was not there on a Saturday night uh, or Sunday night. Um, after the show went off the air, Big Show came out, said he had a new sitcom, and uh, that, uh, that was a reason for him to wrestle Drew McIntyre. <laughs> and guess what? Two more Claiborne kicks, and that match was fucking over, too. (laughs) Drew McIntyre, are you wrestling the Claiborne kick tonight, or are you wrestling Drew McIntyre? Look, if they keep doing it like that, like making him a a two-move champion, I'm not going to be happy with it. Um, I'm just going to say forfeit the belt to Heath Slater right now, and let's fucking complete this three-man band fucking gimmick. (laughs) You know, like, wouldn't it be great? What if Jinder Mahal comes back, managed by Heath Slater? They could do something with that.
0: No. No, they can't. Why? Yeah, they can. No, that's
1: terrible. Folks, tell me what you think about three-man band coming back. <laughs> Jinder Mahal, Heath Slater. You just made your guy,
0: and now you want him to feud with Jinder Mahal, managed by Heath Slater.
1: Uh, three-man, well, you bring it back. Mm-hmm. They celebrate. Heel turn. Why, why
0: are they celebrating the three man band? They were a terrible fucking They were a three man band. They never won a match.
1: What's that? They never won a match. That's it was exactly like a low the low point. point in all of their careers. Yeah, and the three man band has put out more champions than fucking Nexus. <laughs> Think about that. Fucking Nexus has put out more characters of Bray Wyatt than anyone else. <laughs> um, That's WrestleMania. We go on top with Drew McIntyre. Uh, winning the championship and the reception of it was, um, I'm going to tell you, first night I gave a solid uh, 7.5, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe a C plus or a B uh, for WrestleMania. And then the other show I dropped to a a, a 6 out of 10. So I want to drop it less to a, to a fi- 5, but... I think it was a better, the second night was better than a five. So I'm giving it six. Okay. So on the whole, out of 20, it, we got a uh, 7.5 and a six. So that's 12, 13, and a half. Not a good WrestleMania. <laughs> well, I but mean, the best that we the could do. Conditions they
0: were in. Yeah. I th- uh, you
1: ever stop and think, like, thank God this wasn't one night? Uh,
0: yes, for sure. But even still, like, I. I don't understand. Well, I guess they want to get guys payoffs and stuff. But what what the fuck is Baron Corbin and Elias doing on WrestleMania? There was like at least four matches that didn't need to be there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You know, nobody's. Gonna they could be have
0: like done two and a half hours, from two nights, and it would have been great.
1: Yeah, but they always have a. They always, they like, like look at not everybody is guaranteed to be on Wrestlemania. You should have to work your fucking ass off to get to Wrestlemania. I agree. They have too many matches. And they have too many matches every year. You know, the best Wrestlemania is when you look back and in the last 10 years, there have been a lot of great Wrestlemanias. And you look at these matches, at these Wrestlemanias, they might have nine matches at the most. Seven and nine matches. Most of them being single. You know, and uh, I think they have to take a page. And look back at those WrestleManias and make them a little shorter. But I'm not opposed to going to two nights WrestleMania. Look at WrestleMania, everybody's like, oh, it's, it's already, it's not just two nights, it's a fucking weekend. It's like, it starts on a Wednesday and it goes all through the week. Like, everything. WrestleMania is a festival. And, you know, two nights, I would like to see NXT incorporated with the whole show because they lost their show this year. But I would like to see NXT incorporated with the other two in a WrestleMania if you're and make it two nights. So, but now we come in, we have the Hall of Fame on Friday night, we have WrestleMania the next two nights. NXT is within the NXT card, and maybe you have three matches from NXT, maybe four matches. Yeah, I agree with that. So, uh, but you have the main roster matches, like, like what maybe each brand gets four matches or. Four matches from SmackDown, four matches from Raw, three matches from NXT. And that's your WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it should be. No, the- I don't disagree. Well, folks, that's the way we're ending it. <laughs> Jeff doesn't disagree as I roll him up right now. <laughs> and, uh, folks, Jeff, tell me where you're going to be for the next six months. I will be. Uh, I'll, I'll, be I'll be here. Yes, I'll be here. You'll be yeah. here will be here. Yeah, and uh, although I haven't had uh, work canceled uh, for the ne- for uh, May and June and July yet, I'm sure that cancellation's coming. Oh yeah, and uh, I will be here as well. But the good thing is, um, you can be where you are and hear us where we are by listening to us here on talking Wrestling. So, folks, uh, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. I don't know who's going to be on next week. It's going to be a surprise, but I'm going to make some phone calls because everybody's in this together, which means everybody's got time on their hands,
0: which means I'll be the fucking guest next week. Jeff will (laughs) not be
1: the guest next week. (laughs) He's going to be back in his room. We're unconjoining. We're deconjoining. We're deconjoining. And uh, that sounds like a Donald Trump word. Word. We're joining. <laughs> yeah, I w- I'll watch the press conference. Like today. he might use it. Like de-planning. <laughs> well, did didn't Trudeau say uh, uh, a word talking moistly? Moistly yeah. talking moistly. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. It's a person who spits when they talk. That's what it is. Yeah. So don't talk moistly into the mic. You'll electrocute yourself. <laughs> and uh, folks, thank you for joining us here on Talking Wrestling. And let us put a headlocker on your ears. Let us know what you thought about WrestleMania. TalkingWrestling at gmail.com. or hit us up on one of those formats uh, for Never Sleeps Network. I am Casey Corbin. Uh, thank you once again, and uh, thank you for spending us a little bit, little, little bit of uh, you know time. Oh my God! It's the roll up. One, two, three. Be fair to Be- Bel Air. Be fair to Bel Air. Bel- 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 Okay, that made it. That's <laughs> how we're going at it. Later, folks. <laughs> All right, bye. Later, bye.